you live from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's golf and other four-letter words. And now your host, you've heard him on ESPN, Fox Sports, and Sirius XM Radio, Mr. Dennis Silvers. That's nice. That's nice. Welcome, everybody. This is our first show of the new year, 2012. Hope everybody had a great new year and uh, looking forward to a great year, a great year doing a lot of good shows here on Vegas Video Network. Welcome. Glad you're able to hang out with us for the next 30 minutes jam-packed. We've got a terrific show for you. We've got a wonderful guest for you this evening making her first appearance here on golf and uh, other four-letter words. So, uh, you know what, without further ado, let me introduce to you one of the very few LPGA teaching professionals here in Southern Nevada. Let's give it up for Kristen Sunderhalf. Yeah. Hey, thank Hi. you. Hey, Dennis. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. I would be remiss, Kristen, if uh, I didn't mention your outfit. I absolutely love it. Uh, Loudmouth pants. That's correct. Which I have a couple of pair of, and you've got to be able to, uh, uh, you know, you've you got to look good on the golf course as well as play good. But when you wear something like this, you've got to have the game to back it up. And obviously, uh, Kristen does because she's a very, very good player. If you want to be a good player, we're going to talk about it at the end of the show and let you know where to get a hold of Kristen. But she gives lessons at Anthem Country Club to the members there. Uh, and she also gives lessons to uh, Legacy Golf Club out in Henderson, which you can get her there also. And we'll give you some contact numbers and websites uh, at the end of the show. She's also got a fabulous uh, a new book out called Swinging for Success. We'll talk about that's got a website. You could get your hands on that. So a whole lot of uh, neat stuff we're going to talk about with Kristen. Uh, you want to get a hold of us, by the way, we've got email, and that is simply golf at VegasVideoNetwork.com. We've got a toll-free line, 1-866-966-4599. Give us a call. doesn't cost you a quarter. We've got live chat. You want to send in a question, suggestion, whatever. Just go to our homepage, VegasVideoNetwork.com. Click on that live chat button and uh, send us in. Uh, again, your comments, your uh, your questions, suggestions, or whatever. We're all over town. You see us on iTunes. You hear us on iTunes. We're on YouTube. We're on Roku Television, which is very cool. And don't forget Friday Night Features every Friday night from 8 to midnight on AM 1400 KSHP. Friday Night Features, they re-air all of the audio portions of all of the shows on the mm -hmm. network, which is very cool. So if you're driving down the strip, going to dinner, coming back for whenever, turn on uh, AM 14 KSHP. Also, Golfer's Guide, I don't want to be remiss, one of our strategic partners here supporting the show. Uh, you know Golfer's Guide, largest Absolutely. golf publication in the world, published regionally. They talk about all the good golf courses, both private and uh, public in that area. They've got articles on golf instruction, golf retailers, or whatever. You could, and they're kind enough, as you can see, to uh, uh, to do our show on their homepage, to stream their show on their homepage. Just go to lasvegas.golfersguide.com, look them up. A lot of good information there. So we thank Golfers Guide for being a part of the show. So all right, there you go, there you go. That stuff out of the way. 
we could get on to our first segment, and that is called Tournament Scorecard. Here it is. All righty, welcome back, everybody. She's Kristen. I'm Dennis. Golf and other four-letter words right here on the Vegas Video Network. Kristen on the European Tour at the East London Club, and I'm not talking British Isles here. I'm talking about in South Africa, East London, uh, South Africa. Uh, South Africa and Louis Oosthuizen, hmm. Masters champion, beat out fellow South African Tart Vanderwalt uh, to retain his title at the Africa Open for his fourth European title. Pick up a check for $201,000. Thing that gets me, why the hell is it two hundred one <laughs> and not an even $200,000? Why do you think that is? Uh, is it the Cougaran thing going on? Is it the exchange rate? Doesn't that seem odd to you, though? It's very odd. So why do you think? I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. It's, it's strange. Very strange. I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, that's the way they do it over there. I don't know. But congratulations uh, to Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, obviously going to be here for the Masters to defend his title. And we got, mm -hmm. some, uh, we got some stuff about Augusta, Augusta National in our birdies and bogeys segment. But back here at home, by the way, the PGA Tour got underway Friday. They missed the usual Thursday start. It's Friday, uh, and they're going to finish up today. They are playing as we are talking live right now, so we don't know who the winner is. Uh, Steve Stricker had a three-shot lead the last time I looked, okay, but uh, they got underway for the start of the 2012 PGA season here, and the winners only Hyundai Tournament of Champions in Kapalua, Hawaii. A uh, little unusual, though, as I mentioned, with the event finishing today on Monday because of the uh, NFL playoffs. Let me ask you, do you agree with that or not? Starting it on Friday as opposed to keeping it on the regular Thursday? I think it, I think it was a great idea, personally. Um, I think they'll have a bigger audience tonight as opposed to a lot of people will be watching the football games last night. So. Well, it was kind of an experimental deal that Fincham did because of the playoffs to have the Monday finish. And it just makes me wonder, maybe... Uh, there's a little lack of faith there where they don't mm. think they're going to get the audience, as you mentioned, uh, finishing on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Maybe they, I don't know. That, that would have been a good test for them, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. But we'll never know with them finishing today, though, will we? No, we won't because we're sitting in here right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and and uh, we wanted it. We won't know for a couple of hours. And we won't know, but that... That tournament is, is very close and dear to my heart. I was going to say, you uh, lived and taught in Kapalua, didn't I you? I used to live in, in Maui for three years. I taught at uh, the Kapalua Golf Academy, and it's a beautiful thing when you're a golf professional. You have the ability to live anywhere you want, and I um, met Jerry King, the director of instruction at Kapalua, and I lived in paradise and taught golf nice. for three years. And I worked the, at that time the Mercedes Golf Tournament. And wow, what, a, what an incredible experience. So. That's interesting. They go from Mercedes to mm. a Hyundai. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be when their sponsorship ends up. Maybe we, I don't know. 
Volkswagen? I don't know. Where does it go from here? I don't know. <laughs> that, that new Hyundai is a Maybe pretty nice car. Maybe the scooter store or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> Tell us about the golf course quickly. Oh, my goodness. The golf course. It's gotta be, I've never played it. It's got to be beautiful, though. Oh, it's spectacular. And uh, if you're out there for your fr very first round, you definitely want to bring a few extra golf balls. There's no question. Do you? Oh, my goodness. And um, it is pretty challenging uh, for even the better golfers. And what happens, though, is some of the non-decent golfers end up leaving it pretty frustrated. And uh, because it is so challenging, the grain is absolutely oh incredible. incredible. It, it yeah. is nuts. And, um, but you know what? You're in paradise, yeah. and it's always great to look out over into the ocean. Yeah, and you never just, know, that time of year, you're, you might catch that's a whale. Right. It's beautiful. I remember a lot of, I have friends that uh, go to Hawaii often, friends that live in Hawaii, and when I went over there the first time to play, you're right, it was about the grain, the grain, the grain. I said, how could, you know, why are they making such a big deal about grain? Mm -hmm. But boy, you find out very quickly yeah. when you have a putt like this and you think you've hit it hard enough, and guess what? It comes up and it's hanging on the lip. That's the grain. Yeah, and it's also... Um most people don't realize how much it actually rains at Kapalua. And I moved there Halloween night and um, was there the first two months, November and December. I think I wore my rain suit every wow. day. So the wow. course is very, very, can be very wet. Yeah. And then you typically would be cart path only, yeah. which is not fun oh, when not you're on fun. vacation right. trying to find your golf ball. <laughs> exactly. So you moved there Halloween night? Yes. Wow. The, uh, I arrived. Did the, you have uh, an outfit like this or, uh, you know, well, you know, a costume I, like this, I should the, say. I'm sorry. There's a lot of ohana, as they call it in Hawaii. And I what is that? Family, family. Oh, okay. Family. And I didn't know a single soul when I moved there. But um, the other teaching pros that I was going to be working with invited me to their house. They dressed me up. They were all wearing costumes. Wow. And we went to Lahaina, and it was the Mardi Gras of the West. Pretty and nice. it was incredible. Pretty nice. Nice experience. It was. Very, very nice. All right, I'll tell you what. We're going to step away, take a short station ID right now. And when Kristen and I come back, we're going to have our second segment. We have a lot of fun with this. We call it Birdies and Bogeys. So stay with us. We're back with you. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. All right, we are back, as you can see, everybody. Kristen Sunderhap, Dennis Silvers. You could, uh, Kristen is a LPGA teaching professional. And uh, birdies and bogeys, I'm going to give you some scenarios, some uh, kind of stuff that's going around the tour. It's making the news, having a little bit of gossip. Uh, why don't you tell me if you think it's a birdie, a bogey, a par, a double bogey. Give me your impression about it. We mentioned uh, uh, Augusta National, the Masters. Cost of a master's badge, Kristen, is increasing by 50 bucks. Uh, weekly badges to the master's will increase to $250. 
The cost to see practice rounds Monday through Wednesday, of course, will cost $50. Uh, everybody knows that uh, the people at Augusta National at the Masters pretty much can get away with what they want. They could do pretty much uh, anything they want. But do you think this is smart? And by the way, to be honest, I don't think they've increased prices for their uh, badges in about three years or so. But do you think it's a smart move right now with the economy suffering the way it is? you think it's a birdie or bogey on their part? Um, well, it, I think um, it depends. I would recommend that they have the ability to bring kids in with them, say maybe children 12 years and younger. Okay go in and that would be all right if they raise the prices so yeah. that would be a that would be a nice little birdie there yeah but um but the way the economy is nowadays if they don't allow that um and, and not necessarily and not promote junior golf then mm, i don't i i think that might be kind of hurting them a little bit so okay. so that would be a bogey mm -hmm. and you know i i don't know for the folks that don't know you know they during the week of the Masters, uh, if you've ever been there and if, if you have a chance to go, it's just absolutely awesome. But they have a line literally that snakes, I can't tell you for how long, that pro shop, when that, mm. from, from opening to closing, I mean, they have pe thousands of people going through there. That's where they make all their money for this tournament, you know, in the mm -hmm. year. Uh, they sell a tremendous amount of stuff. So uh, I don't know. In the, in the economy today, I, obviously it's not going to affect it. People who want to go to the Masters are going to go to They're the Masters, even it. if they have to hawk their homes, you know, mm -hmm. to do that. All right. Uh, at the Fiesta Bowl, you a football fan? Oh, I love all sports. All right. Fiesta Bowl, last Monday, Tiger Woods was asked to be an honorary captain for the Stanford Cardinals, who, by the way, lost the game to uh, Oklahoma uh, State. LPGA star uh, Michelle Wee. Uh, who is finishing up at Stanford, uh, unlike Tiger, uh, was also there supporting her squad. Uh, I don't know, birdie or bogey on their part to ask uh, Tiger to be an honorary captain when he didn't even finish <laughs> his education there. Uh, I'll just say that would be a bogey and okay. no additional I'm comments. With <laughs> I'm with you. I, I think it, why, you know, why, you know, get somebody who's a graduate, crying out mm -hmm. loud. And, you know, the thing that really bothers me, all right, you go to college, you don't finish. I get that for whatever reason. But Tiger, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know whether you agree, kind of gives you the impression from stuff like this and other stuff he does that he actually graduated from this school when he did. I, I think that's wrong. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm with you. I think it's a, it's a bogey for that and obviously a bogey for Losing Oklahoma, but uh, I'm happy because I bet Oklahoma. What are you going to do? All right, Kristen, speaking of Tiger, Tiger's ex-wife, Elon Nordegren, <laughs> who I was begging to move to Las Vegas after she got divorced, bought a $12 million home in North Palm Beach. Very nice. Apparently didn't care for it and uh, bulldozed it into rubble. Uh, no word uh, on what, if anything, is going to take its place. My question is, why buy the damn thing in the first place if you're going to bulldoze it? But the real, it, it came out very recently, the reason that she did, because the place was uh, chock full of termites. Oh. And it was going to obviously fall down. The house was like built in the 20s or 30s anyway. But I don't know. 
birdie or bogey for doing that? Well, if it had some issues like that, then yeah. sure, that would be a birdie for me. It would be a birdie. I sure. Guess. And like everybody said, you know, if you get divorced and you, you know, you have a hundred million dollar settlement, I guess you could bulldoze a twelve million dollar home. You can do. You can't feel too bad. After all, Tiger's living. He's barely getting by in a fifty million dollar home, about <laughs> a, about a, you know, hundred miles away. But anyway, all right. Here's the one that's really getting some buzz. Hank Haney, mm -hmm. Tiger's ex-coach, has written a book called The Big mm. Miss that details their relationship for uh, six years. Uh, Haney wrote the book with Jaime Diaz of Golf Digest, who was writing about Tiger from when he was a teenager. Uh, Haney claims that he knew nothing about, nothing about all of the women in Tiger's life when all of this stuff started play, taking place right after the Masters a couple of years ago when they broke up. Uh, Haney's got to be one of the best self-promoters in the game. A lot of people, uh, I don't know, just they have different opinions about his teaching ability. Uh, I don't know, birdie or bogey on, on Hank's part. By the way, and, and Tiger had no idea that he was writing a book. And he claims that Tiger wouldn't get mad uh, if he read the book, he would find it compelling, he would find it interesting. I, I don't know, what else is he going to say? You think it's a birdie or bogey? I think it's a birdie that he wrote the book. Everyone wants to get his take on what happened, but I'm kind of surprised to hear that he didn't know about um, what was happening. I know. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> Very surprised. I am too, because, you know, when you have that kind of, and Tiger was playing some of the best golf mm -hmm. of his life when he was with Hank for those six years, phenomenal percentage of winning tournaments and majors, and you're pretty close, and, and Haney admits he used to spend uh, a minimum of a month at Tiger's house. Hmm. You know, where, and, I, and not to know, get an idea of what was going on, just like, you know, Stevie Williams, his ex-caddy, said, I, I had no idea what was going on with Tiger and these women. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, Kristen. <laughs> you got to give that with a grain of salt, don't you think? I, yeah, we have to be careful what we say on TV. No, we don't. <laughs> Not on this show, because you get the bottom line truth here. You get the exposés, ladies and gentlemen, only on golf and other four-letter words on Vegas Video Network. All right, that's going to wrap it up for birdies and bogeys. Uh, get yourself a pen or a pencil. Get yourself a paper, because Kristen is here to help you and I become better players. We're going to get some really, really good questions. Uh, sent in from our viewers uh, for some golf tips. And don't forget, go to that live chat, VegasVideoNetwork.com. Hit that live chat button if you want something answered uh, today or even next week. We call this uh, segment here Handicap Helper. All right, welcome back, everybody, to uh, Handicap Helper. Golf and other four-letter words. She's Kristen. I'm Dennis. She's here to answer these questions. Pay attention. It's going to help you. It's going to help me because uh, these questions cover a lot of interesting areas in the golf game. So let's get started, Kristen. First one. Jennifer, and this is a good question, I think. Jennifer wants to know if low-compression golf balls are best for women as opposed to the golf balls her husband uses, and if so, why? Oh, definitely. I highly recommend going with a low compression golf ball. Uh, most likely she does not have the kind of club head speed that her husband has. And um, it will be to her advantage to stick with a low compression. It'll help her get 
a little bit more distance, and most ladies, that's what they're looking for, a little more distance. I think, uh, who isn't looking for a little more distance? <laughs> I think a lot of people, Kristen, don't understand what compression in a golf ball is and how that translates mm -hmm. uh, translates into distance. Mm -hmm. Why don't you explain that well, briefly? Because um, there are men, there are men that play with low compression balls also mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that yeah. do okay. But what is compression exactly? Well, it's based on the club head speed and, and how the ball, how the club is impacting that golf ball to help it get lift. And um, honestly, there are so many golf balls out on the market right now. Um, I recommend, just like club fitting, I recommend, and if you live in Vegas, you go to a professional club fitter with all of the technology that technology that we have and same with the guys that work in the shops that know every single thing about all of the golf balls and um, that would be my recommendation and the box may not even say low compression on right. it so they would know that's a that's that's good advice do you do uh, fitting club fitting well see i can gals? people you teach i can i'm very capable of that but i i really like to recommend um there's a couple places in town the um, Las Vegas Golf and Tennis, the Callaway Golf Center, as well as Golf Galaxy, that both have very incredible technology yeah. for club fitting. Yeah. And they can determine club head speed right away, right. ball speed, side spin, they side angle. Launch monitor and all that stuff. And Kristen doesn't want to tell you, but I think she owns stock in all three of those places. <laughs> that she, and, then, and, and then from the fitting, they'll be able to determine right. exactly what golf ball and, and a person should use. Absolutely correct. If, got the wherewithal at all, uh, you want to become a, a, the best player that you can, mm -hmm. go get fitted. Mm -hmm. okay? it's, it's a little bit more expensive, but it certainly pays off uh, in the long run. Mm -hmm. All right, Diane sent this to us and wants some help or a tip. When hitting a shot, when your ball is lying on debris, such as leaves, mm -hmm. that's a good question. What do you mm -hmm. do? Well, I definitely recommend taking a couple practice swings prior and far enough away from the golf ball so she doesn't knock around any of those leaves to get used to that, that situation. Um, but play, I, I would play the ball in the middle of the stance and um, just swing away. Swing away. <laughs> All right. And if I'll, it's a leave, it ain't going to give you too much resistance, yeah. right? And, and typically, whether it's that type of a lie, um, most ladies are not familiar with taking divots. And yes, you are supposed to tear the grass up. And it's very surprising to me at when I start with a new golfer or even someone that has been playing for a number of years, they're not aware that they truly need to hit down and through the golf ball. Um, so even if their ball's on a, a bed of leaves or on a nice, fairway they still need right. to hit down on it yeah don't pick it hit down on it no that's going to help you get it no sure. no scooping allowed no scooping yeah, <laughs> no scooping chris says he's primarily a low ball hitter wants to get his ball flight higher uh welcome to uh the club chris uh what should i do to uh, help that he says what do you recommend well first he should go play golf at kapalua because it's very windy there all the time. Nah, and you gotta hit it down. You gotta hit the <laughs> you out. Got it. We would teach okay. that we would teach that low trajectory yeah. shot quite a bit. But um, for himself, obviously I need to see what he's doing, but there's a very good possibility that it could be something as simple as his ball position. 
um, and uh, for the lower to help him get the the um, high trajectory again he may not be compressing the golf ball correctly hitting down on it so right. he it's might a, yeah it's interesting why do some people when they learn to play golf Kristen uh, they kind of fall into being a high ball hitter other people will fall into being a low ball yeah. hitter. Why do you think That's, that is? Well, typically I see most people being more of a high ball hitter um, just because they are scooping and the handle or the grip is actually towards their zipper or to, if you're a right-handed golfer, towards your right thigh so at impact. So they're scooping. Yeah. So for this particular person being a low ball, he may... He might be a hockey player too, but um, he may have his his hands just extremely forward, forward. at impact. Yeah, yeah, good point. There you go. That's going to help you. Jeremy says he has a strong grip, but still <laughs> slices the ball. Hello. Uh, what can he do to stop? Well, um, possibly grip pressure. He um, it's, even though he has an extremely strong grip, he may have a death grip going on. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, you want to hold on to that claw Good. on five. You might you can't be... release it if you're if you got a strangle. Exactly, yeah. but also um, you know even if he has a strong grip, there's a good chance that he's coming over the top um, on his swing. So he's pulling the ball left, and he's creating a lot of that right hand yeah. spin. Yeah, so, look at that. That's uh, very important. And Jeremy. and I highly recommend anyone that takes a golf lesson to make sure that their teaching professional uses video. It's extremely important because that oh, way greatest. the student can also confirm and see exactly. what the instructor is seeing. And everybody who takes a lesson for the first time on video, including me years ago, you're absolutely amazed. You go, that's me swing, that's my swing? Mm -hmm. That's what I look like? I mean, it's an eye opener. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's incredible. Real quickly, Donald sends this in and says he's having trouble deselling on short pitch shots. Any help would be appreciated. Probably sticking it in the ground and you know okay. laying the sod over because he is deselling. Mm -hmm. Well, I always like to uh, recommend making sure that you keep your hips turning through the shot and let the club follow with you. And a good example would be if, um, say, you have a bunker in front of you or even um, water in front of you, typically people will decelerate in that situation. And you want to keep your hips turning through, and then the club will follow with you. I also recommend having them focus at the top of the flag stick or the pin, um, and just focus on not the flag in general, but really yes. pinpoint where you want that ball to go and zone in and focus on finishing towards that flag stick. Yeah, excellent advice, and I totally agree with that, with uh, the synchronization. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that word means, but I like that synchronization of the, of the uh, arms and the hands. All right, birdies and bogeys, I want to save a couple of minutes. Uh, mm -hmm. Kristen has a new book out, and had a great little picture of her right there. Uh, it's not even photoshopped. I mean, that's what she looks like, <laughs> swinging for success. Uh, life lessons I learned on the golf course. Uh, real quickly, what was the emphasis for writing the book? Why did you do it? And where can people get it? Well, um, what it's about for, for a number of years, yeah. I've always wanted to write a book because being a golf pro or everybody has stories and I've just experienced some very interesting things on the golf course and so I wanted to share those. One of them has to do with um, my golf cart accident I had in Maui 
um, okay. and breathing, of course, yeah. and my hole-in-one experience. So just through um, a few of my personal, personal life stories in there, um, and also, but they're life lessons. They've helped me grow through the years. Sometimes experiencing some bad things right. have, met, have helped me to grow. Well, a whole of what is a good thing. How does that help you in life? Well, actually what happened, and it was during a U.S. Women's Open qualifying round, um, I was so incredibly nervous. The first nine holes, I tanked really badly. And um, so pretty much on the back nine, I said, all right, forget it. I, I'm not going to qualify, so let's relax. Let go, yeah. Let's relax and enjoy the time that I was out there. But And by the 17th hole, uh, wow, I got a hole in one, and it nice. was pretty cool. So oh, it was just, cool. you know, just try and relax and, and enjoy the experience and the nerves yeah. helped so yeah, but you you can get the book on um uh, I've, That's it. swinging for success and you can find it um you can go to a landing page there we go. which is called swinging for success.com all right and it's out now it is out now okay all right also before we let you go people are interested in lessons and whatever and i i highly recommend you talk to this young lady she's a very good instructor uh, how do they get a hold of you? Well, they can call me um, or text me, but you can reach me at 702-338-9033. Or you can... Website. And, well, my website, no. well, we can do my website, but um, Sunder Golf, S is in Sam, U-N-D-E-R-G-O-L-F.com. Um, but you can email me at Kristin, K-R-I-S-T-I-N, at healthysports.com. And um, I'm very big into social media, so you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and all of that. And because of social media, I have students that come in to me uh, from the world. Um, nice. My most recent nice. ones are from Norway, and they've wow. seen me three times now. Wow. So, uh, That's awesome. But love to hear from you. That's how many followers, followers do you have? I've got over 3,500 on no my kidding. fan page and 4,800 on my regular. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm a big social. 4,801 right now because I'm uh, going right. to start, start following you. That's, uh, <laughs> that's great. Kristen, great job. Thank you. We're going to have you back. And uh, I'm going to be with this uh, young lady to uh, tomorrow night. We're both attending the... Uh, Southern Nevada PGA chapter dinner at UNLV, so we're looking forward to that, and uh, that's going to be good. Anyway, that's going to uh, wrap it up for our first show of 2012. Hope you liked it. We like bringing it to you. We'll be right back here, same place, same time, next week with another good one. So fairways to fairways and green. I forgot how to talk. See, I'm off for a couple of weeks. Fairways and greens to everybody. Thanks for hanging with us, and again, we'll see you all next week. So long.